The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good morning, hoop ballers, and welcome to another edition of DFS Today. I am your host, Santino Cacone, and it is my pleasure to introduce to you one of the newest members of the DFS Today family. Uh, he is from all the way from North Carolina. It is Brian Foster. Brian, how are you doing today? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell the viewers what they can expect from you um, and anything you want to share. We are excited to have you on this platform, and uh, I can't wait to start the season with you and continue doing Mondays with you. Yeah, likewise, Santino, man. Yeah, like you said, my name is Brian Foster. I'm a uh, huge basketball fan, huge fantasy player, DFS guy. Um, so I'm excited to be here, share my knowledge with you guys, give you all the insights I can, and hopefully we all make some money together this year. Yeah, awesome. And uh, tell the viewers where they can find you on Twitter. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Foster underscore BSE. That's Foster underscore BSE. So please hit me up there. Follow me. Got any questions season long or um, DFS? Yeah, let me know and I'll get right back to you. Awesome. And Brian was being a little shy there, guys. He actually was doing podcasts on his own before he joined this uh, <laughs> on both football and basketball. Um for the sport and fantasy and DFS and everything. So we are lucky to have him. You guys are lucky to hear him. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm super excited, man. Yeah, awesome. Uh, before we get in the slate, let me touch up on a couple of our sponsors who uh, we wouldn't be here without them. Uh, the first one is my bookie. And if you haven't had the chance to get my bookie yet, I will recommend that to my dying days. They are one of my favorite things to do. Uh, just put a, the Monday Night Football bet in. So uh, looking at that as well. <laughs> but And I hope you guys feasted on the MyBookie Turkey Day free play uh, that allowed users to grab themselves a risk-free bet up to $250. I know I did. I was <laughs> Free money, I'll, I'll never say no to that. Uh, and it was your basically your free shot at doubling your money. Um, and if you didn't get in on that, what are you guys doing? Uh, no, but seriously, now is the time to get some skin in the game with my bookie, where odds boost, lightning deals, and free bets await all season long. And the NFL playoffs right around the corner, uh, and the N- NBA season right around the corner. We know who these teams are, and we know uh, what they're capable of. Um, whether you're a first-time customer or have been playing my bookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in these thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up and get reloaded today. Find an edge. Make your bet and get paid. Uh, they also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, guys. Uh, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. So make the right play. Sign up today at MyBookie. And when you do, use the promo code HOOPBALL, that's H-O-O-P, B-A-L-L, to get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. So the terms are simple. You put in 200 they'll match you with another 100 in your account. Uh, if you're already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at MyBookie, so come on and, and enjoy the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Uh, and I, as a bonus, 
they do a lot of the odds boosts, um, and I'm going to almost guarantee uh, – well, maybe I shouldn't guarantee because I don't work for them. I don't know exactly. But I am willing to wager that on Christmas we are going to get more odds boosts. Uh, if I am wrong, I am sorry, but I can almost guarantee it, almost, that on Christmas they are going to do some more odds boost, especially because it's the start of the NBA season. So uh, you're going to want to get into your MyBookie account now, guys, and enjoy the fun. Uh, well, with all that said, Brian, let's get right into it on this DFS slate uh, for Tuesday, December 15th. There's only three games here, so it's not going to be a long one. Uh, we might have to touch on some some people we probably didn't think we were going to talk about just because it is a short one here. Uh, but the first game on the slate is a pair of first preseason games for both of them. The Boston Celtics versus the Philadelphia 76ers at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, both, of these game, both of these teams have yet to play a preseason game, so it will be the first for both of them. And on the... Um, sixer side, we have Terrence Ferguson is questionable and Ben Simmons should not play in this one. Uh, he should be ready for the regular season, but I don't think he's going to play here. And in Boston, we have Tristan Thompson out, Kemba Walker out, Romeo Langford out, and Daniel Tice as questionable. Um, so let's start off with the, the quote unquote away team here in Boston. And uh, how do you, what, who do you think, uh, how do you like this team to stack up on your DFS slate? Are you looking at Tatum? Are you looking at Brown? Or is there anybody else on here that uh, you are looking at, Bri? Yeah, so Santino, you took the words right out, right out of my mouth, man. You, you got to be looking at Tatum and Brown here. Um, you got no Kimber Walker. You got no uh, uh, Gordon Hayward is now here in my city of Charlotte, North Carolina. So you get rid of those two guys, taking up a bunch of, bunch of users and a bunch of shots. Um, last year, without Kimball Walker on the floor, take, Jason Tatum had a uh, usage percentage of 33%. That's up from 26% with him on the floor. Um, Jalen Brown, his percentage was a little up, 26%. So you get all that usage off the floor, and I get Tatum and Brown handling all, all the work there. Um, Tatum at 8,300. I like that. I like that buy. Uh, Jalen Brown also at 6,900. Um, two guys that I love um, for the Celtics. Also, another guy. Actually, may like like this guy better than both of them. <laughs> if I look at that center position, you're telling me that Tristan Thompson is not going to play. Um, Daniel Tice is questionable, so even if he does play, I don't expect him to play a lot of minutes. So we got my guy Robert Williams out here. He's 4,700. I don't know for some reason Brad Stevens hates the guy, doesn't want to give him minutes, but I think in the preseason will be his opportunity to get some minutes. Um, he averages 1.17 fantasy points per game. That's more than Jalen Brown. Only averages one point one fantasy points a game. So, at forty seven hundred, I think Robert Williams is maybe a better play for the for the for the, for the price, um, better than even uh, Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. Yeah, and this is our first pa- first podcast together and our first exact match. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I also like you can't not like Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown in this. No, you mentioned it. No, Kemba Walker not playing. Gordon Hayward is no longer on this team. Uh, where does the usage go? Right to those two guys and, and, and more of Marcus Smart as well. Um, the one thing that's we have to pay attention to a lot, especially in the preseason, is the uh, about an hour before tip-off, the, the late game, who, who's in, who's out, are these guys going to play a full complement of minutes? So obviously if they're playing a full complement of minutes when the regular season starts, I'm definitely targeting them. I'm assuming first game, maybe they don't get to 27, but 24, 25 for, a top, for a, uh, 
a Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown are still going to be very good on this slate. Uh, so I really like them too. And uh, Jeff Teague would be someone I like, but I don't think he's going to play too much in this game. Uh, he, he's a, he's an older veteran that they don't really need to throw him out there in the preseason. Uh, they can wait for the regular season. But you did mention the other guy that I liked in Robert Williams. I think the preseason is his his year or uh, his opportunity to put up some numbers here, especially if Daniel Tice doesn't play. Then you could see him playing 25, 30 minutes as long as he does not foul out. Uh, <laughs> even, if, even if Tice plays, I still like him too to put up rebounds and blocks and stuff. And I think those that was a, a very good call right there. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and, and to your point about Teague, if um, Teague's not going to play or he's going to be limited, um, I'm going to look at Carson Edwards as well. Carson Edwards, he's only $4,000. Um, if, like you said, T's a vet, probably doesn't need a lot of minutes. Um, Carson Edwards is a guy who, who'll get in and shoot some threes for you. You can rack up points in a hurry. So at a, as a punt play, I kind of like Carson Edwards, uh, down at four, $4,000. Yeah. And that normally would be a Brad Wanamaker, uh, spot right there, but he's yeah. no longer on the team as well. Um, yeah. There's a lot of turnover here. Um, but I think it's going to be a good one. And I, I before we move, I, I have to ask, how do you feel about Aaron Naismith? Uh, that's an interesting one. You know, I really like him, um, in the preseason, you know, we gotta, you gotta look at these rookies, man. These, um, these rookies, we don't have a summer league. We don't have a, an extended preseason. So you gotta think that these coaches want to get a look at these rookies, man. And, and Aaron A. Smith, a sharpshooter, um, can come in, hit some threes in a hurry. Um, I hope they get this kid a look, man. I think he can really shoot the ball, can play some defense, rack up some steals for you. So I kind of like that play as well at 4,500. Yeah, and you mentioned it. Uh, so it, it, it's the preseason, so we don't, and we had no summer league. And we mentioned this on the last podcast, uh, me and Mike. We, there's no summer league. There was very truncated training camp uh, right into the preseason, which is also very short, right into the regular season, which is uh, less than a week away, guys. So if you're not feeling comfortable in the preseason, get ready for the the regular season anyway but yeah there's there's not a lot to look at for these guys and you don't also you also don't want to just ramp up their minutes if if no one's ready coming off injuries whatnot uh, we don't have a lot of news on what's going to happen until closer to game time uh, so there's a lot of stuff that's that's still out there that's questionable but um, you could know if, if Tatum's playing 25 Brown's playing 25 you gotta you gotta play them yeah, all right Let's move on over to the Sixer side, which is a little, uh, little, little different. We have Simmons shouldn't play this game. He's going to be ready for the regular season. Uh, they didn't officially rule him out, but I think it's only a matter of time. And Terrence Ferguson is questionable. Outside of that, there's not much news for who's in, who's out. Um, they did wave, broke off, uh, and so I, I didn't expect him to do anything anyway. So there's really not much there. Um, but what do you expect from the Sixers? And I guess we got to start at the top if we start in anything. What do you expect from Joel Embiid in his first preseason game? Yeah, uh, again, if I, I, I'm, I'm missing one of my stars here, Ben Simmons. So I got to go to the other two usage guys. I'm getting um, Joel, and, Joel Embiid at 7,900. Um, averages one and a half fantasy points per game. Um, like you said, if I get if I can get some news, you know, an hour before a game that these guys are going to play 25 minutes, that's all I need in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, if Embiid's going to play 25 minutes, he can more than exceed. Um, you know, he won't get your value there at 7900. But we're really not looking for value, so to speak, in the preseason. We're looking for raw points. So, 
Embiid is one of the guys who can get you those raw points in limited minutes. Um, and can can easily get a double double in twenty twenty five minutes, um, no problem. I also got to look at at uh, Tobias Harris. Uh, if I'm taking Simmons off the floor, uh, Tobias Harris was great in the bubble. Um, you know, last year to end of last year with no Simmons was way more aggressive, had a lot more ball handling responsibilities, um, also scoring responsibilities. So um, at seven thousand dollars, um, again, if we get that word that they're going to play. Um, a little over 20 minutes. Um, you got to like Tobias Harris there. I have to, uh, before I go, I have to ask you a question. Would you take Harris or Brown? Because they're pretty much uh, 7,600. Who do you like there? Uh, I got to go Jalen Brown there. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think he's a little bit better player. He's going to give me a little bit um, better peripheral stats, um, a couple more steals, um, a couple more um, blocks. Um, so I like Jalen Brown a little bit better there. Um, again, also just taking Kimba off the floor and, and Hayward off the floor um, is a big boost for Jalen Brown. So I, so I like him ahead of uh, Tobias Harris here. And there's a couple other guys in that range, too, that I like more than Harris. So I'll probably uh, leave him out there. But he I mean, he's, he plays 25 minutes. will be solid, too. Uh, the big question is, what are we going to see with Joel Embiid? And obviously, like you mentioned, if he plays 25 26 minutes or so, uh, pretty much around the ballpark of what we expect everyone to play, then he's definitely in range at 7,900. That's that's very cheap for him. Uh, if we get word before the game starts, which is quite possible that he's only going to play minutes in the teens, 15, 16, 17, because it is their first preseason game and he is Joel Embiid, uh, <laughs> then then uh, might shy away from him a little bit there. Uh, he can still put up decent numbers in couple in, in that short amount of time, but I wouldn't be actively targeting against them and that's what we need to know about in the preseason especially uh, just what they expect their minutes gap to be and a guy with an injury history like his i i expect we're going to definitely hear something before before the game starts uh outside of them i i like i like me some seth curry in this and i like me some okay. seth curry in, in season long leagues as well uh okay. and, and in dfs all year round uh the way that they're talking him up and the way that his game uh, his game is he can they want him to be the or doc said they want him to be in the jj reddick role joel Embiid said he thinks he can be the jj reddick role they play a lot of two-man game and whatnot uh seth curry can be in a jj Reddick role he has he's a great shooter as is all the curries uh, <laughs> and he he can play off the ball he can play on the ball he can play off the dribble he can spot up uh, there's a lot of good things that he can do and especially shoot uh, and that's what this team needs. So I like me some Seth Curry and the way that they've been talking about up Shake Milton. If I, without uh, Ben Simmons, maybe they start Shake Milton as well. They, uh, I know Dwight Howard and and Doc. They've been all saying that he's been playing great. He's been one of their best players in camp, and he's controlling the tempo in the second unit and in the first unit now um, with ease. So he's another guy I'm looking at for. 49, 4,700 value. And like you said, you want more raw points, uh, but we also still want a little bit of value here, but mainly raw points. But those two guys on the lower end are, are two guys that I'd be looking at as well, especially if we think that uh, Embiid and, and Harris might be limited in their first game. No, yeah, I, I agree with that. So we're going with the son-in-law narrative here with uh, <laughs> with Seth Curry there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, Seth Curry, man, definitely he's an underrated player. He gets overshadowed by his brother, but a great player on his in his own right. Um, so, yeah, I like that call at 4,900. Also, if we do get that word that Embiid is going to be only in the teens, um, actually, even if he is, man, um, I, I wonder about Dwight. H- how much do you think Dwight plays here? 
Oh, and that's a good question. Uh, coming off that championship run, and at his age, what is he now? Thirty six or so? Yeah, 30, yeah, he's getting four, thirty five. Uh, I can't imagine he plays more than twelve, thirteen minutes especially in their first preseason game, just because they, they went deep into the – he played less than – or I think the last game of the finals was the 10th or 11th, so he played just over two months ago. Uh, I can't imagine he plays too much. He doesn't really need that seasoning, so I don't think he'll play too much um, regardless. Yeah, okay, that's good here. You, you helped me out on somebody then because I was <laughs> debating this guy. Um, Tony Bradley. Um, oh, I was just uh, going to say, I think I, I think we'll see some Tony Bradley more yeah. uh, if, if more over those two, ju- if Embiid is limited, because uh, I expect Dwight to be limited. I I think Tony Bradley might play a good amount, too. And you, have, it sounds like you have some nuggets on uh, Tony Bradley here. Yeah. I, you know, as you mentioned in, in the in the start of the show, man, I'm a North Carolina guy, man. So we're hitting on some North Carolina <laughs> get hot guys here. We talked about, um, you know, Seth, um, Seth Carey from the state here, right here in Charlotte. And then you got... Tony Bradley, who played at the University of North Carolina. Tony Bradley, um, again, another um, fantasy point per minute monster, man. This guy averages 1.1 fantasy points per minute. Uh, a really good player, but was stuck behind Rudy Gobert in Utah. Um, he gets stuck, again, here behind Joel Embiid. But anytime last year when Gobert was out, um, you just plugged in Tony Bradley, man, for, for 25, 30 DK points. And, um, if again, if, if Joel Embiid is only going to play his – you know, a little over 20 minutes, and we're not going to get any Dwight Howard. I really like Tony Bradley here at only 4,000 um, to really come in and, and help you out. And a little tournament play, man, you could play Embiid and Bradley. Nobody's going to play both both centers on the same team. But if these guys are going to split the minutes evenly, I think they both can uh, pay off their value. Yeah, and that's a nice call. And uh, Tony Bradley might not be made for today's NBA uh, to play heavy minutes. But when he sees 20. 20- 25, 30 minutes, he's he's a double-double guy with, with a couple blocks because he is a big dude, and he grabs rebounds. Uh, so that that is a good call there, too. I like that one. Um, yeah, so before we get into our, our Game 2 of Game 3, let me go back to one of our other sponsors that I hope you guys have uh, started right now, but that is uh, Manscaped. Um, to all the hoop, to ball handlers out there, before you throw on your team's gear, make sure you take care of your below-the-waist grooming. Our partners at Manscaped are here to save you boys uh, from taking on a double team of nagging defenders. So stay clean and take care of yourself where it matters most. Um, Manscaped is here to sync the competition and deliver the best tools for your below-the-waist grooming experience. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months, 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. Uh, the three, Lawnmower 3.0 is simply the best hygiene tool for, your, for the modern man um, because of their ceramic blade and skin-safe technology. Your snags will be reduced. Uh, and they also have the Perfect Package 3.0, which comes with a new and improved lawnmower, waterproof cordless body trimmer, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bla- bag for you to use when you're done quarantining. Uh, so go right now, get 20% off and free shipping if you go to manscaped.com and use the code HOOPBALL20. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-20. Uh, and then you get 20% off and free shipping. And yes, that's 20% off and free shipping. So when things get hairy in the fourth quarter, make sure to call on Manscaped in the clutch time, guys. 
All right, let's go on to our second game here. We have the San Antonio Spurs against the Houston Rockets, and we have a couple of injury news. Christian Wood is questionable. I don't know if he returned. I don't think he returned to the team yet, so I'm going to say he's probably going to be out, uh, but that's not official yet. And then we have, uh, for the Spurs, we have Derek White out, Kelvin, Keldon Johnson out, Witherspoon out, Diop out, Zeller out. And the big news of the day is that James Harden will play basketball for the Houston <laughs> Rockets today. Um, let's start with, let's save that for last. They are the, the home <laughs> team here. So let's go to the Spurs and save the big guy for, for later. Uh, with all those people out, with especially Derek White and Keldon Johnson, who hasn't played yet, uh, but especially Derek White, how do you stack this team? Do you and let's let's go by let's go with the two veterans first. I want to ha- I want to have your opinion on Demar Derozan and Lamarcus Aldridge and where you if you're if you're feeling either of these guys in this game. Yeah, this one's tough, man. You know, this guy Popovich, we we can never figure him out. You know, I was <laughs> super surprised that these guys played over 20 minutes in their first preseason game. Um, mm-hmm. Aldridge and and Derozan, I got to be honest, I rarely play these guys during the season. Um, their ceilings are, are not always there for me. Um, so I'm a little skeptical of Popovich. I'm a little skept- skeptical of these two vets. Um, I just don't know how much they're going to play. And DeRozan's 7,500. Um, um, Aldridge is 6,100. Maybe go there. He's a little cheaper. Um, but I think I can, I can spend my money a little better, um, elsewhere when we're talking about these two guys. Yeah. And, and you said it. Popovich and I, I think it's just a uh, a great one of the greatest coaches of all time type of thing is Popovich and Bill Belichick are both uh, so great and so annoying for <laughs> DFS fantasy players at the same time that they just switch up on you with with no rhyme or reason that they tell you that they know themselves but they don't want to give anybody else. Um, I did not expect Aldridge and DeRozan to play that much in the first game either. And one would look at that and say, oh, maybe now this game they're going to go up a couple minutes. But they could quite easily just as or just as easily go down to down five, six minutes each. So to me, I'm I'm with you there. Um, If I'm going to play one, it's more of Aldridge because he has a cheaper price tag. I like more people around that 7K range than I do DeRozan. Uh, So if I'm going to play one, it's Aldridge. But at the same time, like you said, it's. I don't know how much I can trust them to play a 35, 36-year-old Aldridge 26 minutes in the, in another preseason game. Um, so I'm going to – if I can, I'm going to stay clear there. But if I fall on Aldridge with the with the money, if I have that left over, then I don't mind it as well. Um, but let's move on to Murray and and, and Ped, Pertle. I always say that name wrong. And and everybody else, all these young guys, Vassal. Uh, who, do you, who else do you like on this team if you don't like those two? Yeah, I, I think Murray's probably a solid play. Um, Houston's going to play fast. Um, you know, we'll get to, to John Wall and Harden, but those guys are going to get up and down the floor. And that's a pace and a style of play that fits Murray. Um, like you said, we don't have Derek White here. You got Patty Mills, who's older. Um, so if anybody's going to play, um, you know, above 20 minutes, it's got to be um, DeJounte Murray. Um, he's a good guy to get you some steals, um, you know, to kind of boost his points there. So kind of like Murray here at 6,400, not a bad play. But my favorite play on the Spurs. Um, again, we got to go back to these rookies, man. And this guy, Devin Vassell, <laughs> um, had a great game um, in his first game. The Spurs have been talking him up. Um, I think they really like him. Um, he plays 
Um, great defense, an energy guy. Um, in, in his first game, they play, he played 24 minutes. He had 12 points, six rebounds, two assists, three steals, and a block. I mean, this guy gets you um, stats across, all across the board, man. And at 4,700, I think that's a, that's a steal, man. One of my favorite plays on the slate. Um, so Devin Vassell, uh, my favorite play on the Spurs today. And, and I'm with you. Uh, again, I am with you on these two. Vassell, uh, they really like this kid. And without Keldon Johnson there, they're going to let him run run wild, I think. It, there's really not competition in that spot for him. Uh, DeRozan, they can put him wherever they want. Um, but they want to see what this kid can do because he's going to be a contributor long term. And you mentioned Murray. Uh, this is a fast pace for him. We don't know exactly how many how long John Wall can play. This is going to be their third preseason game now, and now they have Harden. Um, yeah, I, I like both of those guys. I lean more towards Vassell because of the 4700 price tag. Um, and one last guy I still I want to see. Uh, I, I was baffled that they played Aldridge so, much, so many minutes in that first game, uh, but if he does not play many minutes or he sits out all, all together – Lucas Samanik is a guy that I'm looking at because uh, I know they want him to be one of their future big men, uh, big men of the future. Um, he just didn't have the run last game because Aldridge played and Pirtle played really well as well. Uh, but assuming one of those guys misses, then I'll be looking his way. If not, I'm with you. Vassal's my favorite play on this team, uh, price tag and performance-wise, and then and then Murray. Yeah, I like right. those calls. Uh, the only other guy I kind of question a little bit is Lonnie Walker. Um, only played 12 minutes last game. He did have some something of a back issue. Um, mm-hmm. So I think they kind of limit him here. So I, I agree. Like you said, I think they're just going to let um, Vassal run wild. But Lonnie Walker's a name just to just to keep on your uh, on your radar here. Yeah, and he can get hot in a second. He's uh, one of those guys that when he's hot, he's hot. Um, but I, I, I think the same what you said. He was limited with a back injury less over the weekend and and before that. So I don't think they're going to push him too much in the preseason. Just hope that he's ready in the regular season. So let's move on over to the Houston Rockets who have that big wave of news with (laughs) that, that guy that's not that good, but he's good. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, With the one that they call the beard, the huge news of James Harden is going to suit up as of now, he's going to suit up, we think, uh, for the Houston Rockets in this game. Um, before we even go further, what do you make of this situation? What do you make of Harden in this game? Um, do you think he plays many minutes? Do you think he tries? Even if he doesn't try and gives 40%, is 40% of Harden better than anything else you can get out there? Oh, man. All questions that I'm asking myself. <laughs> I mean, this is uh, this is the biggest question of the slate. Easily the biggest question of the, of the slate. So on one hand, I have Harden, who clearly does not want to be on this team. First, he wants to be, <laughs> first he wants to be traded to, to Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn doesn't want me. Oh, I'll, I'll go to Philly. I, you know, trade me to Philly. Oh, Philly's not interested. Uh, how about Milwaukee? How about Miami? Like, this guy clearly does not want, want to be on your team. Houston, you need to trade him immediately. He loses value every second he's on your team. As everybody knows, he doesn't want to be there. So I, I, I just don't know this guy. So tomorrow, he, so, so he's going to play today. The question is, <laughs> Harden, Harden is the guy that was playing 35-plus minutes in bubble games that didn't matter. 
So this guy clearly loves the game. I believe that he loves the game. He he wants to play. He 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 constantly plays in in preseason exhibition games that mean nothing. Uh, but this was with a different guy. This was with Dan Tony. So I don't know that Stephen Silas put him out there in that in that same fashion, and and, and Harden just does what he wants. Um, but he also has John Wall there. How does he fit with John Wall? Um, in, you know, the reports came out that he wanted John Wall, but then he comes out and, and says he still want to leave. So. I just, I really don't know how to handle the situation. Um, if he's going to play 25 minutes, I mean, you almost got to play him, right? I mean, 1.16 mm-hmm. fantasy points per minute. Um, I think once you get on the basketball floor, it's hard not to try. But this guy, <laughs> he, he is pretty disgruntled, and it's it's just a big question mark for me. I, I honestly don't know where to go here. You got any thoughts on it? And, yeah, you you – touched on it perfectly it's what to make of J- I, I don't know what to make of james harden either even if he <laughs> gives he half asses it uh he's still james harden he could still yeah. lead the, this this late in points by just going out there and uh not caring that's how talented this guy is he's and and you mentioned a different coaching staff i know he was just fantastic in d'antoni system um i don't think uh he's i think he's system proof this guy is that good um it's just a matter of how many how long is he gonna play and is he gonna how much effort is he gonna give uh like like i'm saying 40 percent effort he still could put up uh 30 dk points but um you might want a little bit more I, i i don't know what to make of him but i do know that uh, whether I make one or multiple lineups, he's got to be in there just to see. Because if he gives any effort and I don't have him in there, I I lost her. I, I know I'm not going to win that one. Um, but if you're making multiple lineups, you can't have a lineup without James Harden in there. I I, I think <laughs> this is just <laughs> yeah. the weirdest situation. Because you're right, he does not want to be there. He wants to go anywhere but there. Um, but there and and. They can't trade him. I mean, they can trade him, but they can't trade him for what people are probably offering them now. He's James Harden. He's, he's in his prime. He's one of the best players in the league. They're going to ask for as much as they can possibly ask for. And then on the other side of it, it's he doesn't want to be there. So how much can you truly ask for and continue this saga? Um, but, yeah, I, I think for the most part I'm going to play him um, and just see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree, man. Uh, and, and I think the situation could um, scare a lot of people away. You're probably not going to get the ownership you would normally see um, in the regular season because of the situation. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see uh, what happens with, with James Harden today. Um, on the other hand, his backcourt mate, John Wall, um, John Wall's been great. He's mm-hmm. far exceeded my expectations um, coming off two years of being out of the league, um, coming off an Achilles injury. Um, he looks like the John Wall I remember. Again, man, it, we got a theme here tonight, the, the Santino. <laughs> we got another North Carolina guy, John Wall from Raleigh, North Carolina. I, I mean, this is just it, – it's just perfect. I was meant to be on this Monday <laughs> night, not here. So so John Wall, he's 8,100. Again, he's looked great. He's played um, 20 minutes um, in both games, um, had, had – to be the last game he had 20 points, um, nine rebounds, five assists. He's he's been incredible. But again, when you put Harden in the mix there, how does he fit? Does he kind of take a backseat to Harden? Does he let Harden handle the ball more? 
Um, and, and again, like you said, it is his third game. He's coming off an injury. Are they a little more safe with him here? Um, so even though he's been great, um, I think he's in for a big regular season. Um, I, I like him getting him late in season long. Um, I think I got to stay away from John Wall um, today for 8,100. Yep. Oh, and big news that just happened. I'm seeing uh, Christian Wood just got ruled out. So we can we can X him out there. And yeah, I, I think I have to stay away from Wall in this one too. I, I, I'm He's been great, as you mentioned. He looks he looks healthy and explosive. It looks like he got some bounce in his leg still, some spring spring in him. Uh, but with Harden coming back, I I can't play him. And the, and the four hundred dollar price tag difference, Harden at only eighty five hundred. You're never gonna say that again. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, but only four hundred dollar difference. Uh, give me Harden, and even if it's twenty percent Harden. Uh, it's I still would rather take my chances there. Uh, but if I'm going to, there's really not much else on this team that I want to look at right now. Cousins is in the same boat as Wall. Wall's looked a lot better. Cousins has looked good himself too, but they're they're not going to play too many minutes. They're going to be limited. Uh, it's, it is the preseason, so I'm going to pass there. Eric Gordon might get hot. Uh, him, and, him and Daniel House are the only two that I would, outside Harden, give a look at. But uh, um, I still think there are better people around on this slate. Uh, how about you? Yeah, no, no, I agree. This is this is probably the game I'll have the least amount of people from. Uh, I, I mean, Harden's really the only guy on the Rockets that you know you just got to take a little bit of interest in. And then on the other side, uh, we talked about Vassal's really the only guy on um, the Spurs that I have some interest in. So this is the game I'm going to have the least of. Um, the other two games are a lot more interesting uh, and a lot more fun, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, and I agree with you on that one. Um... So yeah, let's, let's, right before we get into that last game, I do want to let everybody know there are some great things going on at Hoop Ball. And uh, the first one, I need to pause this show briefly for this announcement because that's how big it is. Uh, it's a fun one as well. And it's free stuff, guys. And everybody loves free stuff. What's the question? What is the stuff you're asking? Brian, do you know what the stuff is? I don't. Oh, good. Good. I was, <laughs> I was hoping you said you don't because this is a, is a, news right here it's called it is the bruise letter um and the bruise letter is back and yes it is back and fresh for the 2020 2021 nba season by our founder here over at hoopball aaron brewski uh and if you don't know what the bruise letter is it's a writing email newsletter filled with the, his most intimate fantasy nuggets and ex- exclusive content that you cannot find anywhere else too uh it's not on the website it's not on any podcast. It's not on social media. Uh, it, it's literally only in the email newsletter, and you can sign up to get it for free. Uh, just go to bit.ly slash bruiseletter2021 and sign up in 10 seconds. Again, the site is bit.ly, B-I-T-L-Y, slash bruiseletter, B-R-E-W-S-L-E-T-T-E-R 2021. And Aaron Brewski, straight to your inbox. Sign up, guys, and enjoy. And another one I have for you is the Fantasy Pass, and that's how you can contact myself, Brian, and our, the rest of our amazing team. Um, and here's the thing. Hoopball is a great website, but we all love the content, and we love that it exists. But Hoopball needs to keep the lights on. Uh, so for a few weeks every year, we sell stuff. This year, the best deal in fantasy is here at Hoopball, and it's called the Fantasy Pass. It's just $4.99 a month, and it gets you the entire draft guide, the Brewski 150, our DFS pass, and all in-season fantasy tools. Uh, that's, that's nuts. And just for 
four ninety nine for all that stuff. Uh, cook yourself a dinner tonight inside instead of ordering delivery, and you can afford the Fantasy Pass for a half a year. Uh, so please do check it out. Head to hoopball-.com and click on the Fantasy Pass ad just below the main media wall. Uh, and if you want just the DFS side, we also have the DFS Pass for an astonishing two ninety nine a month or one ninety nine a month. I, I even outdid myself for two dollars a month. Uh, you can get the fantasy pass that comes with all our Discord stuff, uh, all our articles, everything uh, for just one ninety nine a month. Yes, that's that's practically giving it away. I know, um, but I had to stop the show for those two things, and now we can get back on to our regular schedule programming in the final game of the slate: the Golden State Warriors at the Sacramento Kings. Uh, and the big news here, we have Draymond Green and, and James Wiseman both practice on Monday. I I have them listed as questionable. There is no actual NBA injury report news for them. And I have them mostly missing, but if they do play, then it's just going to be spot minutes. And the same on the Sacramento side with uh, Whiteside and Bagley that they both are practicing on three-on-three three or, or so right now. I have them they were ruled that they're going to play, but spot minutes. And I have Green and Wiseman the same if they do play. Um, assuming that we have Green and Wiseman playing on the Warriors, how do you stack up this team? And uh, who are the main guys that you're looking at here? Well, Santino, uh, stop me if you heard this one before. But do you <laughs> know where Steph Curry is from? Oh. I'll help you out. Minnesota? (laughs) (laughs) Wrong. He is from Charlotte, North Carolina. We've been here before. Not only do we have some of the greatest (laughs) basketball players to play the game in North Carolina, we got one of the best fantasy analysts here, but that's here. Oh, I like it. Let's get back to to Steph Curry, man. Shout out to my buddy Will. He's also from North Carolina, uh, (laughs) from Hoopball. He would be upset if I didn't mention him there when you said that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We breed this stuff down in North Carolina, man. So <laughs> Steph Curry, man, I love, love, love Steph Curry. He's only 7,300. Played 21 minutes in the first game. I think they ramp him up here. He's coming off injury, but it's a hand injury. We're not talking about a leg injury, a knee injury, an ankle injury. So not gonna t- not talking about anything where running around, it, he has a risk of re-injuring that. Um, so I really love Steph Curry here. Um, play 21 minutes. Like I said, I expect him to get up around 24, 25 minutes. He was only three for 10. If you think Steph Curry is going to continue to shoot three for <laughs> 10, um, you can turn this podcast off right now, but don't do that. <laughs> continue to listen. But Steph Curry, if he gets 25 minutes, he's going to easily, easily exceed his value at 7,300. Um, so I love, love, love Steph Curry um, today at only 7,300 um, against this King squad. Also got to like um, Kelly Oubre, Kelly Oubre, Kelly Oubre is 5,900. Um, he played 22 minutes. Um, so I think, um, he, especially if Draymond's out, but, um, Oubre, another energy guy, um, going to get me some steals and blocks, run the floor. The Kings love to play fast. Um, Oubre is going to knock down some threes for me. Um, so 5,900, I like what he brings. Um, and then the other guy I'm looking at here is Kevon Looney. Uh, Kevon Looney, he's 4,700, played 17 minutes, was really solid, eight points, six boards, three assists, um, and a steal on uh, their first game. So I like his minutes to tick up as well. Uh, so if I can get these guys, again, to, to lower to mid-20s, um, I think these guys are good value uh, for, for the Warriors. 
Yeah, I like that. And I'm with you on the the Curry and the uh, Oubre train. And uh, you mentioned we mentioned a couple people around Curry's price range. and we will get to one in the next game as well. But people around Curry's price range, DeRozan is 200 more. Um, Fox, who we'll get to, is 200 less. Harris, 300 less. Brown, 400 less. Uh, if you're going to go for pure upside and you know that Curry is going to play 400, or well, I almost said 400 minutes. <laughs> 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 my, I don't know where my mind was going on that one. <laughs> uh, but if he's going to play 24, 26 minutes, similar minutes to everybody else, uh, there's none of those guys that can even sniff the upside of, of Steph Curry. Uh, and you mentioned it. This was a hand injury, just a hand injury. This guy is going to be fine. He's one of the best, if not, in, in my personal view, the best shooter I've ever seen uh, in the way that he can, the the degree of difficulty and the way that he can shoot. He not only is a, a spot shooter, a pull-up shooter, off-the-dribble shooter, whatever kind of shot that you need, uh, I will take him in it because I've never seen someone shoot as pure as he has. Um, so I, I am all with him at, at 7,300 as well. And Kelly Oubre, I am excited to see how he f- continues to fit in this team. I really wish they had Clay Thompson. Well, I'm a Laker fan, so I'm glad that they don't have Clay Thompson <laughs> um, as the, it makes the path to an NBA finals a little bit easier. But as a basketball fan in general, not seeing Clay Thompson with this team is, is, is heartbreaking uh, for another year. But I would have loved to see all these guys gel together. Uh, unfortunately, we do not get to see that, but I still love, would want to see how, Ubre continues to gel in here because I think this is the perfect team for him. Uh, Fifty, let's say fifty nine hundred. This guy can do everything. Uh, a li- nothing great, but everything very good on the basketball court. And he's a high energy guy, and he's exactly what they need. And I think uh, he's going to duplicate what he did last last week or last game. Uh, maybe fifteen, sixteen points if he plays the right minutes. Obviously, a good amount of rebounds, five, six rebounds, couple. Couple assists, some steals, blocks, some threes. He does everything on the court, and I think fifty nine is a very solid price tag for him. In terms of the rest of the team, not really too much I'm looking at in this particular game. Maybe um, Brad Wanamaker, if if Curry's not going to play a full complement, I do like myself some Kent Bazemore, but just in more reality, not in this fantasy game. Um, but if Wiseman and Green play, it's hard for me to look at Chris and Looney. Uh, and Pascal, because then I think all their minutes are going to be chopped up similar. Uh, if if Green and Wiseman both don't play, or only one of them plays, and they're going to be very limited, then I'll take a look at that front court. But that before I can get there, I need to know the news because throwing all those bodies in there for one or two positions is going to be hard for me to see anybody get a substantial amount of run. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I, I, this is the late game, ten o'clock, so the news is probably going to come out a little later. So yep. I like saving uh, maybe your guard forward and utility spot here um, for for just this game. I think there's a significant amount of plays in this game that you can switch and move around and late swap uh, once you get some news about how many minutes these guys are going to play. So um, always keep your late games in those bottom positions, guys, um, in that guard, forward, and uh, utility spot just so you can um, easily late swap to um, better position as you get um, news later in the day. And that's why he's our new pro, guys. He knows exactly <laughs> what we're doing here. Uh, and, and yeah, in, in the regular season, I think this is going to be a fun matchup and, and want to be rostering everybody. When they're all getting 35, 36 minutes, full complement, these two teams are going to run up and down the court, and it's going to be a fun, fun one there. Oh, yeah. No question. No question. 
right, and right before we get to our last team of the night, I just want to throw out a quick shout-out to um, ExpressVPN. There are tons of VPN providers out there. You've probably heard of a couple of them, and some of the, um, some of them you may even use before. Uh, but I like to do my research on my sponsors, and I only recommend brands to my listeners that I believe in. And I can say with full confidence that ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. And that is not a joke. That is not an odd read. I've had this ExpressVPN for five years running now. They are the best VPN I've ever tried, and I've tried quite a few. Um, they don't log your data. Lots of really cheap free VPNs out there make money by selling your data to ad companies. Um, ExpressVPN developed a technology called Trusted Server that makes it impossible for their servers to log any of your info. Uh, the second reason I really like them is, is speed. I've tried a lot of VPNs in the past. Many of them are slower than usual, or they make your device sluggish. A lot of them log in and out. They don't have great um, connectability. Uh, but I've been, like I said, I've been using ExpressVPN for at least five years now. Uh, and my internet speeds are blazing fast. Even when I connect to servers thousands of miles away, I can still stream HD quality movies and uh, with zero lag. Um, the last thing that really sets ExpressVPN apart from other VPNs is how easy it is to use. Unlike other VPNs, you don't have to input or program anything. You just fire up the app and click one button to connect. It's it's really that easy that uh, even your grandparents can use it, guys. Uh, so protect yourself with the VPN that I use and trust. Use my link, expressvpn.com slash hoopball. That's expressvpn.com slash hoopball today and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash hoopball. Um, and again, uh, this was the... When I was living in China, this was the my, my lifeline here, and uh, it was the only VPN that actually worked in that country. So when I tell you it is the best one out there, it is hands down, not even close, the best VPN out there. So let's get on to our last team now. We are in the Sacramento Queens. I mean Kings. Uh, <laughs> I had to throw that one out there. Uh, but we are with the Sacramento Kings, and Hassan Whiteside and Marvin Bagley – will be playing in this one with spot minutes. That's what uh, they revealed early for us. Uh, is there anybody you like here? I myself like the De'Aaron Fox. We mentioned a lot of people around the 7,000 price range. I really like him at 71. Uh, the first two games he hasn't played great, but it's only a matter of time. This guy is too talented. But I will let you talk about whoever you want to talk about on this team first. Yeah, no, I agree. I like Fox a lot. Um, uh, the Kings have played played their starters at least 25 minutes in both games. So they're playing in the mid-20s. So I kind of expect them to stay there. They're a young team. So um, they didn't go to the bubble. So I think these guys are okay to play a little more. Um, so I like whoever's going to start um, tomorrow. I like them, you know, minus Bagley and Whiteside. You know, I don't see them seeing a lot of minutes. But um, so I do like Fox a lot. I actually like Hield a lot as well. Um, Hill um, took the most shots in the first game. He's been really aggressive. Um, he was tied for the sec tied for the most shots in the second game. Um, so without Bogdanovich there, he's moving to the starting lineup. He's being really aggressive. Um, don't be fooled by this last game. He was he was um, only two for ten, only two for ten. So he only had six points. That may scare some people away, but I like what he did in, in other areas. Had three rebounds, seven assists. Um, that shot's gonna fall. He's a great shooter. Um, so again, we got a, a fast paced game here. I, I like Buddy Hill to bounce back and have a good game. Um, and also, we'll stick with the trends of looking at our looking at our rookies. Um, Tyrese Halliburton broke out last game, twenty nine minutes. 
11 points, six rebounds, seven assists, a steal in the block. A lot of buzz about this kid coming out of college. Um, a lot of people thought he fell too far going to the Kings. Um, you know, going to be tough for him with De'Aaron Fox there during the regular season to get minutes. But I think he can play alongside Fox. The Kings, um, I think they want to see that a little bit. So I like what Tyrese, Hall- Tyrese Halliburton brings. So at only $5,000 as a rookie, I expect him to get solid minutes and uh, be a solid performer tonight. Nice. And yeah, uh, you mentioned Buddy Heald. Uh, funny that Mike and I were talking about him, and I was, I like him as a basketball player, but Luke Walton does not. And it, yeah, <laughs> I'm this just wondering where it's coming from, uh, what we're what to expect from him in the season, because I don't know why he just doesn't like him, but there's uh, maybe he did something behind the scenes. I don't know what the case is, <laughs> but he doesn't like him even though he, he is a talented player. So I'm, and I I'm think hoping feeling, it continues. I think feeling is mutual too, so <laughs> that's an interesting I think, dynamic there. <laughs> yes, I think it really it, – it definitely is mutual. Um, but we'll have to see what continues of that. I like how you said he, he shot the ball poorly last game. I like to see – I like to take on people that shoot the ball poorly in their previous game when they are good shooters because it's only a matter of time uh, that they're going to break through out that slump. And it's usually just a one-game slump. Um, so I, I don't mind healed there as well. And you mentioned Halliburton. Preseason is for rookies, especially when there's no. We've we've mentioned it time and time again with no summer camp, no no summer league, uh, minimal training camp. Rookies are getting a lot of run here, and Halliburton is just another name on that list. And he was very good in the last one, eleven seven and six with with defensive numbers and a three. Um, you can do worse at five thousand certainly, and I think he's gonna in this matchup too, and with the team that wants to run on the other side Halliburton is going to fit in this game plan very well I can see another 20 to 25 minutes from him so that's that's a that's a nice one there um and the unfortunate thing here is that we do have confirmation that Whiteside and Bagley are going to play not an exact amount of minutes but they will play spot minutes whatever that means maybe three or four at a time or maybe just 10 or so. Uh, but that really put a damper on my like for Rashawn Holmes coming into this podcast. I liked him in the last game. Uh, with Whiteside there, that means they're, he's going to get strictly center minutes. And Bagley might get a couple center minutes because they want to see different lineups. Uh, so that puts a little damper on him. But I guess if Whiteside's going to play, if he plays around 20 minutes, um, I like him at 6,300. This guy doesn't need too many minutes to do put the numbers up that he puts up. Um, in a real life setting, he's not the greatest defensive center, but for fit, strictly numbers, he goes for every block shot and goes for every rebound, and that's what we want in DFS. Hey, uh, Santino, do you know where Hassan Whiteside is from? <laughs> um, I'm gonna throw, go on out of limb and say uh, South Carolina. <laughs> he is from Gastonia, North Carolina. Oh, I was hoping the better Carolina. But, uh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I, I think this is a really mess, messy situation, especially going into um, the regular season. Um, I hate that because um, if these guys were in a situation where they didn't have um, good backups, I think Rashawn Holmes, Hassan Whiteside, and Bagley are, are, are good fantasy performers for you, but I think those minutes are just going to be staggered so much, man. You're not going to be able to get a ceiling out of any of these guys um, until we see how that rotation shakes out. So I think early in the season, this is going to be a situation to stay away from. Yeah, and then and then you also have Bajalika there, and then Harrison Barnes, who's 
better at power forward than small forward. So it's just a it's a big jumble that they didn't necessarily need. Uh, Holmes could have been perfectly fine as the starting center with Bagley playing four and then playing the five when Holmes goes to the bench, bringing Pichalika in there. Um, but they they wanted another body, and and <laughs> here we are. Yeah, well, we won't talk about the Sacramento Kings front office on this <laughs> podcast. That'll be another show. <laughs> yeah, that'll be another show. We have a Hoopball Kings podcast, and uh, they do a great job there as well. Uh, but, yeah, that's it for our three-game slate. We did a little longer. Uh, even though you have smaller slates, there it means you have to talk about more people than you normally would because there's less options, uh, yeah. let's face it. So uh, we only have six teams to talk about, so we had to do it a little longer too. Um but before we go, man, I do want to say I had great time doing this first one with you, and I can't wait to continue with it. Uh, but is there anything else you want to add? Put put you. We're gonna to toss it over to you if you want to throw in anything there. Tell any of the viewers anything that you, any tips and secrets. Oh, well, not not too many secrets. Keep them to yourself. <laughs> uh, but any tips of the trade that you you can offer them? Yeah. No. I I, I mean I just I think if you guys um, just stick with us all season long. Um, listen to what we're telling you. Um, listen to the processes that we we talk about. Um, Are you more saying even, trust the process. <laughs> <laughs> I am saying trust the process. Uh, you know, even even if you don't necessarily like our plays, if you listen to the reason that we're making the plays, um, I think you'll be successful this year. And uh, I, I look forward to us all having some fun and making some money together. Awesome, and I'm looking forward to the same thing. Uh, and yes. If there's a good reason behind anything, whether it's our show or other shows, uh, take it take it as is. Because if you can provide a good reason to me, even if I disagree, uh, I respect that. Uh, maybe I don't. Uh, maybe I like your reasoning. I just still don't agree with you. Uh, it, it is what it is. But uh, anytime you can back up something, whether it's sports or anything, with solid reasoning, um, I'll, I'll I respect that, and I, I definitely want to hear that. And that's what you'll get from us and then the rest of our team as well. Um, but on behalf of myself, on behalf of Brian and Brian, before we go, tell them again where they can find you on Twitter. That's right. You can find me on Twitter at foster underscore B S E. Again, that's at foster underscore B S E. Please reach out. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. Awesome. And you can find me at Santino Cocone. Um, and before you go, if you, if you like what you hear or you want to, uh, tell us what you like, what you don't like. Go on our, our podcast, give us a rate review, and we will be sure to look at that and improve where you want us to improve and continue doing what you what you like from us. Um, but yes, on behalf of myself and Brian, uh, this is it for another edition of DFS Today. This was your Tuesday, December 15th edition, and we you will catch us on here tomorrow. I believe it's myself and um oh, i'm on with mike tomorrow aren't i yes i'm on with <laughs> i'm on with mike tomorrow um for another edition of the i believe we have four games on wednesday um and yet guys the 22nd is the start of the nba regular season and brian do you know who gets that first podcast for the nba regular season hint it's on a tuesday wow wow uh listen man i can't wait I can't wait. I, <laughs> did you did you I know what I saw today as well? That the salaries have been released. So we've Ooh. got all week, guys, to tinker and play <laughs> with this lineup and win this million dollars on Tuesday. So I can't I can't wait. I'm super Ooh. excited, man. 
Oh, and, and the funny thing is we usually, uh, if you if you guys haven't known, if you're new to the show, we, we tend to stay with DraftKings price tags. Uh, more people play that, and it's more accessible to more places around the world, uh, especially Australia. We have a pretty solid following in Australia, and they don't have FanDuel access or other access. They just have DraftKings. So uh, we stick to the DraftKings price tag. But I preface that by saying, um, because I looked at FanDuel again today. I played FanDuel on the first day of the preseason. Everybody was at a hundred dollar price tag. I went today and I kept clicking, and it said um, Tuesday slate, Tuesday jam time, Tuesday Tuesday, and I kept clicking, and I was getting furious because I clicked three different times, and it went to uh, the Lakers, Clippers, Nets, Warriors, and I just couldn't understand why. I, was, I kept saying that's not the slate, that's not the slate. <laughs> it took me to the fourth time to realize, oh my gosh, they just don't have the um, preseason anymore. They weren't going straight to the regular season, and it finally clicked. And I said, oh, that makes total sense. So usually we stick to DraftKings anyway, but FanDuel looks like it does not have any more NBA preseason. Um, just to make it clearer that we're staying with DraftKings right now. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. But uh, yes, we, we sidetracked a little bit there. But um, again, on behalf of myself and Brian, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. And we will catch you again tomorrow, uh, seven days a week podcasting. And Brian is going to make his debut as well on the Layup Line article tonight. And I cannot wait to read that. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, so check that one out as well. And we will be having our Discord up very soon within the coming days right before the season starts uh, so you're going to want to get signed in and ask all the questions you can uh, so we will see you there and we will see you tomorrow night as well uh, from everybody up Hoopball DFS today have a good night This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.